All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to week three of the Kill Your Internet podcast. With you, as always, is your boy, Colin. Over here, we have the Lord, Mr. Roast Malone. What's Gucci? Yeah, what's Gucci, bud? Uh, glad to have you back. Didn't Thank have you last week. Uh, yes. We had Ken sitting in your seat, so uh, I guess you'll have to, like... like. I was wondering why this is so I was going to say, you're going to have to hit it with, like, the... Yeah. And yeah, sink down. Get a 25-pound mallet and just smack it down. Yeah. It's eight feet tall. Uh, once again, we are brought to you from the Rec Philly Studios by Two Robbers Hard Seltzer, a Philly original. Uh, dude, been slugging them. Been slugging Two Robbers. Uh, as we know, it's about to be a hot boy summer. Got to get looking right. Got to go with no calories. Got to go 5.2% alcohol. And you got to drink Philly. You got to drink local. So, shouts out to our boys at Two Robbers. Uh, that watermelon, the cucumber, dude. It's, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we are back for week three. Eric brought homemade salsa this time. He's, I'm going to eat now on camera. Hold on real quick. Get the ASMR. Get, get it real close to the mic. Yeah. This is mango pineapple? Uh, pineapple, hop, uh, pineapple reaper. Pineapple reaper. Yeah, first day, first day on the job was Not, yesterday. So. ASMR bite. Here we go. Mm. Bro, if I was listening, I would I would literally like j- that stuff grosses me out. I hate the ASMR AS, ASMR stuff. Yeah, I don't like the eating, but yeah, I don't do the eating. Um, all right, I haven't eaten in months. <laughs> so obviously a lot going on in Foxtrot Land recently. Uh, that's how it goes. Dropped uh, doing radio all over the place. We did TV on Fox. We uh, the song just premiered in K Rock out in LA. Uh, Everybody's shazamming it. It's all over the place. Went to like, I don't know how many stations so far, but it went all over the country. And we have big news that I'm not going to say until it happens, but it's going to be going to around 200 stations nationally starting, I think, tomorrow. But I'm not going to say what it is yet, just because I don't want to be that dude. That's not the news? No, that is the news. Oh. But I just, I don't want to say it out loud until it's a thing. Oh, like two people? Yeah, I don't oh, want to, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, um, That's a little wormhole in the <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's a little hard to explain. We have no, big no, news, okay. and I'm kind of telling you what it is, but I can't exactly tell you yet because I just don't want to be that dude and get the timing exactly You'll wrong. know soon after yes. you rewind it 25 seconds. Exactly. Um, I guess we'll start out. We uh, People happen to know us as a Philly band, but our second home is Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, we cut our teeth down there. We cut our first record down there, and that's kind of our second family down there. And uh, last night around 1 o'clock, East Nashville, which is especially important to us. It's where we live while we're down there. Uh, and a lot of our friends live there. was hit by a tornado. Uh, it destroyed a lot of the neighborhood that we stay in. Um, the East Nashville, right off Gallatin Road, uh, Germantown. Uh, the Basement East, which is a really famous music venue down there, got destroyed completely. Uh, Five Points, which is where we hang out near Three Crow, uh, Red Door East, uh, the Five Spot is all messed up where we drink bushwhackers and get drunk uh there's actually a video on instagram of us hammered off bushwhackers and making fun of nate yeah uh and nate's our buddy who will have call in soon but uh he can't obviously today he's dealing with some stuff down there yeah. but he's uh all right. he's all right thoughts and prayers out there buddy in nashville and if anybody in nashville winds up listening to this and you need anything call your boys because we'll take care of you yeah and i think um last time i saw it was like 22 people were confirmed dead see and i hadn't seen any numbers that's yet brutal. it's um, unbelievable and i mean and that is like such a sweet part of town East Nashville for history was a rougher neighborhood and got turned kind of like, if you're thinking of Philly terms, kind of a, a fish town. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful place filled with a lot of really, like, 
wonderful creative people and uh we're just looking out for them because they've always looked out for us so uh thoughts and prayers out to everybody in nashville once again if we haven't reached out to you yet and you happen to be one of our friends we've i've called a bunch of people today but uh just check in with us please do um I guess we'll uh, we'll move forward uh, again. God, what a what a morbid way to start! But you know, we got to reach out to our people first. For Shizzy. Um. So, just once again, moving back to that's how it goes. I'm really pleased with how everything's going so far. I, I'm I'm not surprised because yeah. I I, I the really show was cool. The show was. Oh sick, yeah, we didn't even honestly. touch the release show, the Foundry show. Yeah. Uh, we went over capacity. We put over 450. Presumably, presumed, not confirmed. No, it's confirmed. Uh, I got it. Oh really? Yeah, 452 people. Ooh, Holds nice. 450. Two so over capacity. Two over capacity. We're yeah, sorry to the yeah. city of Philadelphia, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um. So yeah, the, we got to play the whole new record. We got to play Kill Your Internet. Yeah. Um. What was your favorite song from the show? Um. Monster. Monster was my favorite too. So yeah. Monster is a new song that'll be coming out. Um. Yeah, when when that's it does, it. that's it. That's all you get. Yeah, that's all you get. Uh, it's on the heavier side for us, but I I, re- I really love it. Eric's guitar solo, by the way, money. Yeah, the kids, I think, would call it slaps. Yes, it slaps. The kids, the kids would say slaps that guitar solo. We also had probably the dumbest cover we've ever had. Uh, we did "Let Me Clear My Throat" by DJ Cool. Yeah, but that was like unbelievable. As the name denotes, that was cool. Yes, it was quite cool with a K. Um, all right, so let's hop into our segment section. Uh, we're going to go over the wildest shit that we've seen on the internet this week. I'm giving you by the I hit him with a little intro music for the segments. Uh, yeah, so this week, the wildest shit I've seen on the internet. The first thing I'm going to bring up, obviously, it's a big thing going on in the world right now. The coronavirus, obviously, is a big deal. It's uh, touching down the U.S., but the, it started in China is where it originated in. And so China... Home of the corona. Home of the corona. Um, China is famously known as being like media lockout. They're a communist country and they don't allow anything out of their country. But somebody took a video uh, and put it up online. We'll put a link up to it after this is out. Uh, what at first was thought was an actual traffic stop uh, of someone with a coronavirus being stopped and ripped out of their car. And then basically they put a dog catcher net over the guy's head Ran him over into a tent. I don't know if you ever saw that guy again. Uh, and then they brought out these. This, this really happened. This was the video. Yeah, this was the video. So oh, I'm, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put a link up to it after. And uh, like they put spike strips out in front of the guy's car, and there was like people in like ET like oh, government costumes Damn. running around like spraying the car with like basically what it, like pesticides or like like antibacterials. <laughs> yeah. And they were then, trying to clean his food. Yeah. Well, and then it turns out like they did their research, and this was actually a drill. So this is what they're planning for. If it ever gets to, like, full-on pandemic, like, they're going to start basically stopping people at at random stops. Yeah, Yeah, and netting, you get taken away. We don't know where you go ever. And then we basically disinfect every human being in the area. So you said they took him into a tent? Yeah. I I think everything prior to him entering the tent was like a courtesy for the viewers because normally they would just pop that deer oh, right yeah. to the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was just a courtesy yeah. to the internet. They, they whipped out the SpongeBob jellyfish net and put it over the guy's head. Yeah, yeah. That if, ain't gonna if, happen. If that was the case, it would be the wildest shit that anyone has ever seen on the internet ever. ever. Bar none. Yeah, I, I don't think... get shot in the face. I don't the think... Head. I don't think Barstool's putting out videos of dudes getting shot in the face at traffic stops like no. for coronavirus. No. Um, but yeah, so that was definitely one of the wildest things I've seen on the internet. First off, everybody, do us all a favor. Wash your fucking hands. Yeah. Don't be a dirtbag. Um, yeah, that's just for, that's just like basic sanity as a adult. I mean, yeah. 
Just I, take care of your fucking Take care body. of yourself, dude. Take Please. Care of, as I sit here overweight, take care of your fucking body. <laughs> Eric's over here scratching under his arms and sniffing it. Got some it. chips and salsa if you want some. Yeah, I was going to say. So the other thing that I saw, uh, I'm informing Eric on who Megan The Stallion is. Megan The Stallion is a hip-hop artist. Uh, she had a bunch of big hits this summer. She had uh, Hot Girl Summer was the name of the song that like blew her up. Uh, she has a bunch of songs with like the baby and people like that. Mm-hmm. But she's like really blowing up, and she's currently in like a court battle with her indie label, uh, which is called like 1501. It's an indie label. And she signed it while she was in college. And without ever like reading the contract or thinking like, oh yeah, well, when I become nominated for a Grammy and I'm one of the biggest artists in the world, this can't affect me. Here's a, here's the report. Megan Thee Stallion's contract said her label got 60% of her earnings plus all of her earnings from her performances. And on top of that, the, she only got a $10,000 advance. Meaning that basically like she's missing out on millions and millions also you gotta think about it as what is the artist like incentive to create when you take away their money for touring like then you like because as an artist like everybody kind of you sign a contract you're like all right well fuck all my money like that i'm making from like like recordings but if i'm the one of the biggest artists in the world i'm about to like rake it in on the road so it's like basically like the worst 360 deal in the history of the world yeah i'm just what, how did, like, so, did she sign this at a point where she was, like... Much on, smaller. Like, how, like, are we talking, like, just started making, like... I don't, she got a $10,000 van, so that's, like, that's, like, respectable. Not, not, not in, like, the world where, like, a lot of artists, like, who sign, like... Like, right now, because where rap is in the world, a lot of artists who are, like, blowing up will get, like, $3 million advances. Yeah, but that's, like, they've been, like already scouted right like well so like, she signed with a little indie label right yeah because at, she she wasn't obviously at the level where she's getting a three million dollar advance right, right? but like, na- but i mean like people like uh uh like there, there's so many artists that have negotiated deals that they get like these gigantic bags like as soon as they sign because they got one song that went viral and like those are wind up what happened to her now well, no she she wound up like had a big hit Okay. And, and then, then another one, and just and then she just started rolling. Right, so now, her momentum never stopped. Right, and now she signed. She recently signed with Jay Z's Rock Nation for, uh, like management. So people thought right. she had gotten out of the shitty contract. She signed with Rock Nation as her label. It's not her label; it's just her management. Right. So basically, in the hip hop world right now, it seems like whenever somebody gets in trouble monetarily, Jay Z's people step in and they just like wipe it out. It happened with Lil Uzi. It happened with a lot of artists. They're the contract police. Yeah, and so now every, there's like Doing a, God's work, and now everybody it is God's work in this scenario. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we got to only hope that Megan Thee Stallion gets her money. Um, she should. She should. The only other thing that I wanted to bring up, the wildest shit we've seen on the internet, and I'm not going to play it because we are, you know, Real quick, she could probably just settle out of that contract, right? Like, not, not if her label doesn't want to let her. They won't even let her release new music right now because she wants to renegotiate her contract. Well, that's just bad for both. It's bad for both, but a, a judge just ruled that she can put out music. Like, oh, basically, okay. she's like, this is like a snake oil salesman situation. Like, these people were dirty, like, and they had... Look, man, we all know this game. Like, you sign shitty contracts. It is what it is. Like, that's yeah. that's the Taylor Swift situation. And, I mean... Oh, it, the masters. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking a lot about the industry today. Just do us all a favor and read your contracts and get a lawyer to read your contracts if you're going to sign anything. Um, the only other thing I wanted to bring up was something that's floating around our group chat right now. And it's a video of the world's greatest fart. And I'm not going to play it. But, Eric... If you could describe it in one word, how would you describe it? 
triumphant, dangerous, dangerous. <laughs> it's just it's a viral video. That's going, it's going a viral video right now, and I, 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 can't, I people like nine people have sent it to me, including my brother who. Of course, Matt would send me that, but he called me this morning in tears at like eight thirty, and I was just like, "Dude, let get, stop messing on my phone. I'm going to bed." Uh, uh, hold on, wait. I'm gonna play it. No, don't play come it. On. No, absolutely not. I'm playing. <laughs> no, we, dude, come on. I'm gonna move to the next thing, and maybe it'll just be background noise somewhere. Um, every week we do this segment, and it's called. Uh, it's the first question that I ask people when I see them. It's the first question I ask when I walk in the studio. Uh, what have you been listening to lately? Uh, it's always a big part of our lives, finding new music and, and just constantly running the same song over and over and over again. Uh, Eric, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Go first. Um, um, today especially is kind of like a rainy day. Um, I've been listening to this song for like a couple of weeks. It's um, this guy. I don't even know this guy, honestly. I, Toby, I think is the name. It's capital T, capital O, capital B, lowercase i. Oh, you sent this to me. Yeah, the song's called City Blues, and it's kind of like a rainy day, like hip hoppy. Like, uh, dude, sounds a lot like Anderson Pack. I mean, that's all you guys sell, like, sell me on. Yeah, uh, this guy's like unbelievable. Yeah, all right, here yeah, we go. Yeah, Anderson Pack. Singing these Manchester City Blues. It's so hot, dude. It's really interesting. It's like stand-up bass right here. Isn't it? I love the high-pitched soul sample in the back, too. It's hard chilling with niggas who only talk about bitches and never about business. I mean, his vocal delivery is exactly Anderson Pack. Yeah. It's like drags it a little bit. Like, not drags it, but I mean, you know, flows it like, um... Like in that, like, uh, he just has a, it, it, like it's a gritty, like, R and B croon. Yeah, gritty smooth. It's it's uh, it's interesting to explain. It's it's so hot. Um, so for my first pick, uh, this dude is actually a Philly area native and also went to Westchester University. Um, so his name is Devin Gilfillian. Uh, he's really blown up in the AAA world, and he's actually a guy who moved to Nashville. Oddly enough, um, but. To me, it's kind of like another example of like kind of an old school kind of uh, rootsy R&B take on things, but very modern. Like it's kind of like how Leon Bridges went with his second record. Um, And this is called uh, The Good Life. And this happens to be on a couple of the playlists that we currently got on for our new stuff. But I'm in love with this song. Feel of like the amp was mic'd in a hallway. Yeah, it's very compact. I remember yesterday, trouble was so far away, making castles in the sand. And it's such a simple, like thin line vocal. Everyone a difference. No doubles. But everybody was the same. When the kissed the lamb. So it seems. In my dreams, that's real right there. Of course, I'm talking about that good life. I can see 
like the reason I really love that is because those are there. There's a like a chordal change in the chorus that I would have never gone to as a songwriter. That good love I can see. Like I thought that, that was it's just incredible. Just the gonna, chords. I thought I was gonna come back. Well, the chords underneath. He it. like your natural progression wants to go. If you're in E, you want to go E D. You don't go E G sharp. Or G flat, like you don't you don't climb the opposite direction. Rarely you do when you're climbing like that vocally. It's such an incredible vocal part. And I'm, I'm well, that's the third note in that E major scale. I'm just saying you don't usually slide right; you slide left on a guitar. Just, just like yeah, if you're thinking frets on the guitar, like I'll very rarely slide up; I'll slide backwards when I'm writing. Okay. Either way, I'm just saying that's a that's an incredible chord choice in the chorus, and I really like that. Yeah. What's your second one? Um. <laughs> um. So I've been bumping a lot of like uh, metal. I've been going back to that. Um, Megadeth, Symphony of Destruction, Guitar Hero One, Six Solo. Please give me this immediately. <laughs> All right, we have Symphony of Destruction by Megadeth. Here we go. He mocks. It sounds like John Mayer. <laughs> the beginning of. <laughs> oh yeah, the yeah. <laughs> I thought you were fucking around for a second. You take a mortal man. I thought that was you singing. <laughs> and put him in control. Watch him become a god. Watch people's heads a roll. A roll. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was Dave Mustaine originally in Metallica? Uh, yeah, so like Metallica. When Metallica was getting started, um, I'm not sure. Like, I guess Cliff Burton. I don't know if Cliff, he was the bass player. Yeah, he died in the bus crash. Yeah, which is like he sucks. Like his shit is dope on that. The kill kill them all. I think. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Dave Mustaine. They went to Dave Mustaine. Um, cause he, ha- he was like, I don't know if he's like a rich kid, but he had a ton of shit, yeah. like a ton of gear. And, um, he was also like a, like a pretty bad alcoholic. So eventually they just like kicked him out. Yeah. And he went up to forming Megadeth. So he did okay for himself. Yeah, he did. Pretty- um, all right. So I'm going to go in a completely different direction. You're familiar with Thundercat, right? Yes. All right. Uh, so Mac Miller Bowl. yeah. So Thundercat is an extremely, uh, respected jazz musician. Uh, he actually worked on Kendrick Lamar's to pimp a butterfly. Um, so he does a lot of production. Uh, he was he was a part of the Tiny Desk for Mac Miller, but he's just like an incredibly like prolific uh, R&B jazz fusion kind of a guy. He's also one of the weirdest human beings alive. So you remember Zach Fox, the guy who did Jesus is the one. I've got depression. Jesus uh, that, yeah, is that, the one. So yeah, so he uh, directed the music video for it. The name of this song is <laughs> Dragon Ball Do Rag, <laughs> and the video is literally like he finds a do-rag on the ground covered in Dragon Balls and the whole song is about he's talking to the different girls being like do you like my do-rag okay it's but it's like an unbelievably beautiful song okay you've been all on this lately Oh, 
the best part of that song is the fact that like the conversation is so like straight. He's like, it just says like, I'm gonna keep on all my chains while I'm making love to you. How do I look at my do rag? Yeah, he's just making like simple declarative. Yes, statements. that's all he's doing. The whole song is just simple declarative statements. But the video is hilarious because it's him like walking up to random girls and just like, like try Mac. And then they yeah. just like run away, and like, but they're like famous artists. Like it's Kelly Uchis who does a lot of work with like Tyler the Creator, mm. um, and then it's the band Heim. You know Heim, right? Oh, the three chicks. The three, right? the yeah. three sisters. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, like the one sister from Heim, like sees him crawling out of a dumpster and like, <laughs> like tries to go, and the sisters grab him and just like run away. Okay. But dude, it's an incredible video. It yeah. looks like it's shot on like an iPhone one. It's all shaky. Like, Zach Fox literally had, like, an iPhone 1 and was just walking around, like, filming them. It's, it's hilarious. But, uh, you go for number three. Uh, okay. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Go for number three. Um, yeah, so the uh, Strix recently um, announced they're coming out with a new record. And the, the first song they put out was, like, a pile of shit. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, it was just, like, not... It, it, Julian Casablanca, if you're listening, was, we're yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm not, because that song sucked, dude. Get it together. And <laughs> and then really jokes on me because you did and put out the next song. It's called Bad Decisions. Bad Decisions, and it's like, Here we go. See, that's already a thousand times better than what you wanted from the strips. Right it, it feels like... Uh... uh and melt with you. Yeah, it's probably the same. It's the exact same riff. Yeah. I love it. That's like my favorite thing I've heard them put out in like ten years. Yeah, I mean, well, you only got two to pick from. So. Yeah, dude, it's it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's sick, right? Yeah, it, like I, I like how like simple and straightforward it is, and I, I've always loved them for the like their. Yeah, they never been trying to fool us. Other no, than but, with that first shit. But Albert Hammond Jr. like the way he puts together riffs are usually much more like full chord riffs, and that was so like syncopated, and I really like that. Mm. Uh, I'm going with a band from my my third pick. Um, it's a band called Illiterate Light. I'm a really big fan of. I actually found them when I was on my honeymoon in Italy. They came up with like my Discover Weekly. Um, and they signed to Atlantic. They're a two-piece from Virginia. Um, dude, like, make a lot of noise for a two-piece. But the, their story is they were, like, organic farmers. Like, they lived on a farm. And then randomly just, like, started taking music seriously. And, like, a lot of their lyrics are about that. Mm-hmm. Like about like basically just being like I live in the fucking woods and I come out to go to the grocery store once a week like okay. like I go into town once a week, but this song's called Carolina Lorelei and I really love the, name. the chord progression. Yeah, I mean it lends itself. It's like oh, is that onomatopoeia like things that rhyme like in couples like that. I love his vocal phrasing. Even though you're 
but the chorus really comes and everything drops out actually. It's really cool. Except for the guitar. What I really like about his vocals and the verses are the fact that he sings in a way that it's just really easy to harmonize. I think John Mayer does it a lot too, to where he's singing with no, it's what me and Erica talk about a lot, no ups and downs, no sharp inflections. He's doing the, even though it all evens up. And underneath somebody's going, even though it all evens up. It's really catchy and I really like that. Uh, so that's what the fuck we've been listening to. I'm definitely going to put a link to our updated Spotify playlist with everything that we've mentioned. Uh, last week was like Theo Katzman, uh, we have Mac Miller on there. We have a, a lot of shit on there. Actually, a lot of Wolfpack. Yeah, because they're fucking sick. Yeah, they are awesome. Um, I guess what we'll do next, Eric wanted me to like <laughs> sneak this in, but uh, I can't. I have to alert the people. We're going to call Matt. Matt just got back from Vegas. Yeah, he'll uh, be blindsided by it one of these days. Yeah, really, you should be blindsided by it every time. Cause it's honestly, like- he doesn't know that I'm calling him, so this should be interesting. Hi, this is Eric from the Soup Kitchen Cleanup. We heard you had a little problem. Yeah, we heard you've been having soup problems, dog. I hate soup problems. <laughs> uh, oh, Maddie, what are you doing right now? Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm making homemade ramen. Making homemade ramen. Do you wait? Said can, no one ever. Hold on. Can you can you explain when you say I'm making homemade ramen? Do you, you mean and, you're like you making? And Kevin pretty, you and Kevin pretty much have a fucking like a restaurant in your kitchen. Like you, yeah, no, no, no. I agree, but can you I explain just, homemade ramen? Are you yeah. making oodles and noodles? <laughs> no, He's got a small the, manufacturing market, plant in his I've home. Asian noodles, bone broth. You put chicken thighs in there. It's fucking delicious. Oh, okay, so you were actually—I thought you were like literally like, yeah, dude, homemade ramen. Uh, I put my chicken flavor packet in there, dude. That's, that is. This has been the killer in our podcast. I'm heading over to Matt's. Yeah, we're going to Matt's to go eat ramen. Maddie, how was Vegas, bud? Vegas was great. Did you do you anything? You don't have any of my friends from Vegas on Instagram, do you? No. I gave a speech that you would love. You gave a speech? Put on Instagram. Yeah. I can't put it on Instagram? No, no, no. That is on Instagram. What was your speech but about? You don't follow the guy. It was about the bathrooms in Vegas. <laughs> really? <laughs> I completely forgot to call you and tell you. So this will be in like a volume yeah. one day? Oh. Dude. Yeah, uh, well, all just just less Vegas is plumbing because <laughs> yeah. every bathroom in Vegas is just awful. On a scale of one That's, to ten, how comfortable was it to poop in? Negative five. Negative five. Wow, that is. At one point, all oh. eight dudes that I was with emptied into like one public bathroom. <laughs> 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 all right, so uh, Maddie, let's go. Did you do anything crazy in Vegas? <laughs> Why would I speak on it on a podcast? Atta boy, I was I was testing you. I was te- no, I wasn't. I just wanted to see if you were dumb enough to like say what you did in Vegas. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not dumb enough to do that. Nor did I do anything bad. That's that's the real. That's the real answer. Yeah, that's yeah. the real. Yeah, that's the believable answer right there. Um, <laughs> did you uh, did you happen to lose all your money? Uh, well, I put 
it this way. I gambled for four days, and I didn't walk out with any of the money I put on the table. So, <laughs> so yes, you lost your money. <laughs> yeah, it was literally your advice to me. You said, you say, go to Vegas, lose some money. Fuck it, have fun. See, I gave Matt that advice, but the only time I've ever been to Vegas, I made a bunch of money, so I, I don't, I'm not the right guy to talk I to you about. Say, I can just do that on yeah, my cell phone. Because that's how Colin's <laughs> life works, and my life works in the complete opposition of that. <laughs> right, yeah. You need the gambling. Colin, and he's like, yeah, dude, go. He's like, just put 400 on black. It worked out great for me. <laughs> that was kind of what happened. It doesn't work out the same for everyone else. Um, how was your airplane experience? Airplane was good. Was it scary? Was it scary to be in a chair in the sky? No, it's pretty much just a sky car. It is. So a sc- you're you're pretty safe. That's what they actually. Did you get the coronavirus from sitting on the plane? All of them. No, but I was actually terrified of it because someone sent me an article saying that the coronavirus was in Vegas before I went there. <laughs> Great, thanks for bringing it back. I can't wait to see you this weekend. Yeah. The main hotbed for coronaviruses. All right, Maddie. Planes to Vegas. <laughs> well, Maddie, it's been great talking to you. Uh, enjoy your oodles and noodles, and uh, I'll talk to you later, right? It's ramen. All right, whatever. All right, so that was Matt. Uh, always good to talk to fucking Matt. You're going to love the fact that he says, I gave a speech. Uh, it was about the bathrooms. So that's, that's where Matt's head is at on a, on a day-to-day basis. Uh, we're actually going to introduce a new segment here. You know, we have a really active fan base on Instagram, and uh, I put it to them to ask us questions that they'd like answered. And uh, I'd like to point something out. Uh, well, people, people think that, like, we got, like, a, we did get a lot of responses. Most of the responses were spam. People were hitting me in the DMs. Uh, one person said, hi, look at my page. The other one said, hi, Fox Trot in the Get Down. Hi. Uh, nice profile. Maybe you need hard beats. <laughs> We do. So we do, man. Send them through. Yeah. Uh, I got one with, with just thumbs up, which thank you. We appreciate that. Uh, and then I got one that says, take your shirt off. Who do you think that was from? What did they say? I'm sorry. Take your shirt off. Matt texted me. <laughs> take <laughs> your shirt off. Here's Paul. Yeah. yeah. Where was he at on Friday? Uh, I don't know. Good question. Where, uh, where were you on Friday? <laughs> so uh, let's get to the, uh, the first question. How did you start getting on the radio? This is actually a really good question. Uh, so initially we just did reach it like outreach to people. Like it wasn't like somebody like heard it and was like, okay, like this has to be on the radio. You send the outreach and then they answer back yes or no. And you know, you start to get answers back. And, uh, that was basically how we got our first start on getting on the radio. It was a radio one four five and, and Jesse at radio one four five who does the new music discovery show, uh, is the one who runs that. So she was the one, this is like five years ago now that she was the first one to put us on the air. Um, now, there are different ways to get on the radio. Uh, you can go through, uh, like, radio promoters, which are people you pay a bunch of money to, who you never really know whether or not they're doing their job. So, you know, it's a crapshoot, but it is what it is. It's part of the industry. Um, you can do what we're, we do, and we've built all of our radio relationships through relationships. We just meet these people, and we... Or we send them stuff. We send a lot of the people on radio gear. We send them merch and physical copies of stuff. And, you know, radio people are just people. They're just giving them the impression that if they play our shit, we will send them stuff. Which we do. I mean, I'm about to send out another load of stuff this weekend. But, um, but more than anything, it's all outreach. Make sure you have a lot of stuff going on around you. In the industry, we call those drivers. Um, just hard work. Reach out. You're never going to get played if you don't reach out and make the effort yourself. Uh, here's a good one. Did you see Shen Yun yet? 
<laughs> no, I did not yeah. see Shen Yun yet. Uh, uh, there's a new billboard. Yeah, there's I, another I can't billboard. I didn't bring it up. I meant to tell you. Uh, Shen Yun, uh, I will see you out on the streets and we're going to square up. No, um, I did not see Shen Yun yet. Uh, what's your favorite lesser talked about Philly food? That is a terrific question. I'll uh, let you go first because I got mine. Because, I mean, cheesesteak would be the one that you would automatically eat. talked about. Um, you want me to go first? The thing that came to my mind first, which I'm just going to run with, is uh, Suyaki's, Kabasi, and uh, Port Richmond. Well, I mean, kibasi, like any Polish food from Port Richmond. It's lesser talked about, I'd Pierogies, say, yeah, kibasi. I mean, specifically that, though. Um, I used to be a smoked guy, but the fresh now is just like, dude, crockpot, sauerkraut with that. It's just... Oh, oh dude, it's so good. So oh, good. Um, for me, I mean... If you're not from Philly, you're not even going to know what I'm talking about, but Scrapple. I mean, if you want to like talk about like lesser known, like uh, people who live here don't even know what Scrapple is sometimes. Scrapple is literally a brick of gray meat, or it's, it's like gray goo that you yeah. buy next to like your bacon and your pork roll. It's like breakfast meat, but you, you cut it into blocks like bricks, and then it goes from being gray to being brown on both sides, and the middle is still gray. It sounds gross. It's like apparently all the pig parts that they don't use in bacon and, and pork roll and stuff like that. It's yeah, delicious. It's a bunch of like throwaway scraps, but I mean, it's obviously it's edible. It's good. It's like a smoky like. Um, it's just it's salty. Like, it's smoky. Yeah, salty, smoky. Think about all like, the best properties like, of pork like products. Sausage-y, I guess like you can. They probably put like fennel. It just looks there. gross though. Like if you look at it, it's just a brick of gray goo. Yeah, and you, yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, I'm always gonna say. I will be. I will fight the death on this. I think that the roast pork sandwich is as good, if not better, than the cheesesteak. No. Nick's roast pork. It's my move. No. All right, we'll fight. Um, next question. Why is your wang so crazy small? <laughs> that was from Matt. <laughs> yeah, I think that one was for Jimmy. <laughs> Just kidding, uh, buddy. Here's another real one. Who is the loudest snorer in the band on Ken. the road? Ken or dude, Erica Erica can wake the neighbors <laughs> up, yo. Nah, dude, it's Ken. 125%. I've Yeah, Ken Ken's a loud snore. Sleeping under a table in Boston one time. And uh, like fifty percent, my asthma was keeping me awake, and fifty percent was Ken fucking sawing logs. Like, um, all right, next one. Was music always the answer? Like, did you all get college for other things, or was the path always clearly music? Uh, we all went to college, and I mean that's where me and Ken met. Um, music for me, like as soon as I stopped playing baseball in college, I had no doubt what I wanted to do. Like I knew. From 21, basically, the, this was what I was going to do or I was going to die trying. Um, but, yeah, we, I went to college for communications and political science. Ken went for, <laughs> Ken went for political science with a, an under, like, in, like, Mexican cartel studies. That <laughs> just wound up, like, being his, like... Yeah, he watched Narcos. It's a long story. Yeah. Eric, your story is... I didn't go to college. I went to college but didn't succeed. <laughs> so then I just came back home and, like, got a job and was just, like, doing whatever. And then just kind of fell into this and... Yeah, well, yeah. That's I mean, my plan. So. I think once we all started to do it, like you, you have to dive in. Like at first, you need to figure things out, and I think college was a good experience for me to do that. Um, but as soon as I set my eyes and being like, okay, I can do this, I'm doing it, and then it was straightforward from there. So it's kind of a yes and no answer. There was other options strictly because you go to college to figure out what you want to do. But as soon as I knew, dove right in. Um, what has been the biggest obstacle you guys have faced so far? Uh, I mean, that's all an individual answer. I mean, there's always the money aspect. 
I mean, people because in this industry, you need to be funded. I don't know, doubt. Doubt, I was just going to say. Yeah. It's the mental health side of things, to be completely honest. And I'm not that dude that, like, goes and, and talks about – I'm not, like, a talk about your feelings kind of a person in a way. Like, especially not negative stuff, but it's the everyday, like – Yeah, I mean, it's just you – as a any – like, you're trying to make, like, a career out of, like, a freelance yeah, artist it, career. Like, it, that's there's a ton of doubt. The biggest, obso- the the biggest obstacle is definitely doubt, and it, it's it's, you know, trying to wrap your head around – Basically, we're trying to run a small business in the most competitive industry in the entire world, and not only not only that, most of the people around you don't take you seriously. Most of the people around you are like, "Okay, well, when does this end? When's the next thing?" But you, all while basically, basically, you just get told no eight million times, and you have to be strong enough between your ears to say, "I can do this." Like it's it's an incredible obstacle to overcome is self doubt and and. I mean, this kind of rolls directly into what we're going to be talking about after this, but, um, you know, you're overcoming a lack of knowledge on what to do. We're in an industry where, you know, you're trying to make the impossible happen all without a roadmap. It's pretty crazy. Like, it's a crazy thing to do. Um, So, yeah, I think we both agreed on that. It's more of the mental aspect than anything else. Yeah, just keeping it straight, you know, keeping keeping it moving forward no matter what. Uh, The next thing is from someone in Italy. I think it's a company oh. in Italy that ciao. said that said Cavite- mean, Sorry, does chow mean hello and goodbye as aloha does or is chow st- You don't you can use chow as both, but chow is generally a goodbye. goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um you, buongiorno is is Buongiorno, right? Buongiorno. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh that's right. I speak I speak loose Italian by the way. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. your boy. So does Jimmy. Um so the question is not a question. I think it's uh, a company in Italy spamming us. It says, Catavelli is made in Isola Diversi, Italy. Okay. Yes, we agree. I mean, we just figured this out, but thank you for dropping this in our DMs. Uh, another one that says, hi, Fox, trying to get down with a smiley face. Another one that has a flexing emoji and a, a trophy. These are all great questions. These are all great questions. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Uh, Hey Fox, trying to get. Hey Fox, trying to get down. We are the number one marketing agency for independent entertainers. Hire us for 2020. No, um, <laughs> and we got a, we got one more good one. Uh, it's actually a serious one. Um, what drives your passion for what you do? Uh, how do you determine the direction your music takes? That's a great question. After the uh, Italian spam and the thumbs up emojis. Um, the passion's inside. Like I don't know. I it's for me. It's it's. I guess lunacy. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, you're an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm crazy. I I eat, sleep, and breathe this shit. Uh, eat for you. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like I'm like I'm just a big believer in like I'm gonna do whatever I want as long as it's not hurting anyone. Like I think that's like that's like how I live my life pretty much. Like I'm gonna do what I want as long as it's not hurting anyone. I mean that's a reasonable way to live. You know, and like uh, of course like I'm part of organizations and I'm not like an asshole about you know being a team player and shit. But like, I mean this is what I want to do. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. No, I agree. It's, it's literally that simple. You know. I I I'm very much like a like a. I'm literally only going to do, like, I'm only going to live once. And I know that's like a Drake line, whatever, but I'm going to do this. Like, there's no stopping me. You can't stop me. I won't be, I fucking won't be stopped. It won't happen. And I'm going to get what we deserve. It's a group thing. Also, I think fear and, and doubt are motivators. For me, at least. Like, I'm, I'm a big, like, if I'm afraid of something, I want to run right at it. 
Because I think that the worst. I'm serious. Like, no, yeah, I know. You punch a shark in the nose. If it's coming towards you, you punch, you punch in the nose. Right, right, right. Like yeah. I, I think that when you you hide from things, it's, it's when anxiety sets in. Yeah, I think it's sure. like a. To me, not always, but yeah. That's how I operate. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess. Uh, what's the line from the the Twenty One Pilots song? Uh, fear inspire or death inspires me like. It's I don't no. Know. Oh, death inspires me like a dog inspires a rabbit. In the way that, like, yeah. the fear of that. Yeah. To me, it's like a fear of not making it fuels me to work harder. Thank you, Tyler Joseph. Um, those, are all, those are all the questions. Uh, definitely keep those coming. We'll keep that as a regular segment. Um, just stop spamming us, please. No, no don't stop. And we will <laughs> Make fun of you. you yeah, we'll podcast. shame you. I should have called everybody out by names. Yeah. I should have done it. 30 people are going to be cracking up at that. <laughs> um, also, I want everybody's opinion on a new segment we're thinking about trying out. It's called you or no. Um, and then I was thinking about throwing a third one in there. <laughs> it's, it's called you, ew or no. Like if you like something, it's you. If you love it, like if you, it's ew. And then if you don't like it, it's no. Yeah. Think about it as kind of the way Pitchfork does uh, over, overrated, underrated. So we're just going to throw each other back and forth random things. And these are our reactions to things. Like if we like something, like if we're in the studio, you'll hear somebody go, Yo, or if they really like it, you hear ew. And it's then just it, like, are we gonna like just list nouns or like just anything? Like, anything in life, people, things, anything? Okay. anything. So I'll start with you. Cream in your coffee. You. That's a yo. Yeah, I like it. I really? I don't love it. Like I can drink black coffee. I can only drink black coffee, yeah. hey, except iced coffee. Minority. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, no, I, I know that's a weird thing, but I like black coffee. Yeah, that's okay. That's Good. Yep. Anime. You, uh, like, you? it's like a mild you. Like, I like some of it. Like, I'm like, I'm not like in love. I with thought it. you were like, a big my anime brother guy. and his friends are a bit. No, no, no. My brother and his friends like it a lot. I like, um, I like a few that I've seen, but I'm not like, you know, seeking it out. I can't get into it. I yeah, try. Yeah, that's not your thing. It's no, like, it's not. But I mean, I, I'll watch anything. I'll try anything. Yeah. The salsa I brought. <laughs> yote. All right. Cool. I'm not a salsa guy, I'll dude. I'm not a big I'll, salsa in guy. That case, I'll take the yote. Um, vodka. No. no, not a vodka guy. No, brown liquor only. Yeah. No, liquor. What about tequila? Whiskey and Miller Lite. I don't like tequila, dude. You don't like tequila? Really. I like tequila a lot. I've never been like, oh shit, I really like to get some tequila. Energy drinks. Uh no. I no? recently I put myself off the energy drinks, man. I was drinking Red Bull every morning. I can't be doing that shit. That's, I mean, that's I gave up pre workout. Yeah, which hey. is like ten energy drinks. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically like light me on fire. Yeah. Um, Pat's and Gina is being considered like. The cheesesteaks. No, super no. Get out of here, yo. It's bullshit. I just, and I did that more to, I knew you'd do that. Yeah. Because that just should be not thought of by anyone in that way. All right, let's get obscure. Okay. Uh, Colored pencils. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, fuck with colored pencils. Do you like colored pencils over markers? Yeah. Markers suck. You can't even, like, with a colored pencil, you can at least, like, sharpen and like have the tippy flat you can do different like textures and strokes with colored pencils you can't do shit with a fucking magic marker edm music um uh that's like a mild you like i I like see i feel like you were definitely like like i know i know your taste not eat it's not like well you're thinking i think you're thinking odessa oh yeah that whole thing yeah that's like more like uh electronic i guess would be like the term but like edm is is specifically like um for Molly. <laughs> like, Strip uh, clubs. 
No. No. That, that's me. I can't. Well, no, it's more. I, don't, like, I, I and just, plus, I just don't want to go to like the like bar this, with my friends and have a boner the whole entire time. <laughs> like that's weird. Like we'll be like, oh, dude, look at yours. Like oh, look at yours. Like no. I don't. I'm not a strip club's a hard all for me too. Respect yeah. anybody who wants to do it. It's your thing. But that's a hard all for your boy. Uh, that was yote gnaw or <laughs> ew. <laughs> I got to work on that segment. All right. So our main topic for the week this week. We already kind of got into it is why is there such a lack of information like in a time in, in the world where there's information on everything else like you want to go and you want to like do a job right even like a doctor or a lawyer you know your path like you know what boxes you have to check and you come out with a career why is it that the entertainment industry it, it, there's so much gray area and so much mystery behind how to do this like how is this still humanly possible that in the information age like, I get questions every week from people about how do you do this? How do you get on the radio? How do you get on Spotify playlists? How do you get signed to a record label? How do you do this? How do you do that? Because it's so fucking subjective. Like, I, I think that, to me, like, this all stems from the fact that people still, for some reason, don't consider musicians, artists, actors, people in a creative field as actually, like, having a career until you make it make it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there's, like, a... Like a, like a, I don't know, pretty like, pretty standard like definition of career for a lot of people. Yeah. Which is like, you know, you like go to high school, get good marks, go to college, come out of the degree, you use your degree, and then you hopefully, you know, have a long, solid career at what you train for. Yeah. And, like, and there's no, great, there's fine. no knock on that. My no, question is for people like us, right? Even someone like us who happen to be ascending right now, we're having, we're having good moments. And yet we, along with the people who work with us, we don't have definite answers on how to make it to the next step. Like there's nobody who's going to come to like our management, our lawyers, everybody we work with who can't give me a definite thing. It says, do this and you will do X and you'll get to Y. How is that possible that there's no roadmap at this point? Is it like, why is it so closed off? And why are there so many hoops to jump through? What other career are you ever going to do? I had this conversation with my mom. What other career do you work your entire adult life at an extreme financial mental health deficit just to hopefully make it? There's not even like a a fucking entertainment career. I mean, that's. But why is that? How did it get set up like this? Because everyone wants to. And then, like, out of everyone, you get those who are willing to start. Right. And then you get those who will go a step further than that, and it dwindles and dwindles as you get higher. But how did, like, how, did, how did this, like, why is it that it's, and look, I'm, I'm not necessarily, I'm not, like, complaining. I'm asking it, no, a, yeah. a legit question as to why does everybody have so many questions? Like, why hasn't, why, why isn't information getting disseminated down from the top? Like, why aren't even people who have done more than us coming to people who are attempting to do it and say, dude, this is what changed my life. This is what changed my trajectory. Uh, yeah, I mean, is it I like a, I, I mean, from person to person, like certain people are going to guard that information. But you know, like, isn't not, that, not everyone wants to share like their secret to why they're because the reason why they made it might be the sole reason why there's might be the same reason. Excuse me, why they've had sustained, sustained Jesus. Yeah, but what what does that success. have to do with other people? Like, why, why is it that, like, like, I know from personal experience, anybody who asks me a question, 
I'm willing to disseminate whatever information is that I have. Right. Why the fuck is it so difficult for people? I mean, it, it's, it's how the record industry has always operated in the fact that it's this big shroud of mystery. Like, yo, I'm trying to get on. I'm trying to do this. Yeah. How do I do it? When I could go, if I wanted a fucking nursing degree, I could go, literally go to a hospital and say, what prerequisites do I need? Yeah, I mean, it's like, because, well, the difference between the two is that if you're talking about, like, being a nurse or a doctor, like, that's, I mean, those are facts that you need to study and memorize in order to, like, effectively do what you're supposed to be doing. There's no, there's no right way to do art, to make an entertainment career. Like, it, whatever works for you works for you. And, like, if you're, like, if you have a goal you're trying to get to and you're you're just going to, like, try and smash through and get to it, like, that's great. Like, if you find, like, a spot where you've settled in, that's cool. Like, yeah, but most people never even get to a spot where their heels are dug in. Most people... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about those... I'm talking about that percentage that has, like, gotten to a spot where, you know, like, just assume that, you know, we're talking about that But it's percentage. also gotten to the point where, where, like, artists are expected to struggle. Like, it's part of the fucking job. Like, I'm supposed to go through hell to get to where I'm supposed to go. How many people do you see in the entertainment industry who are like, dude, I was a waiter for, like, 15 years, and then one day it finally happened, but I didn't have fucking health insurance for that entire time? Why is it that artists are the ones who bring so much joy to people, but they have to live the lowest quality of life until they've reached the pinnacle of their career? Well, I mean, it's not a fucking secret that that's what's going to happen, is it? But, uh, but, my, but my question but why? is, because, why? Because it's How do not, we fucking improve that? Well, number one, it's not crucial to society that we I have entertainment. I disagree 100%. Well, it's, it's been not. It's been crucial to human history throughout time. But if all entertainment was wiped off, off the face of the earth today, we would all still be alive. Life would be a lot less flavor, would be a lot more flavorless, but we would still be here, right? So, like, I guess that principle guides it in some manner, but um, it's like. It's almost like it's seen as like. It depends on what kind of. I got to think about it. So, like, with the internet, you can do, like, with. We're doing this fucking podcast. There are a million podcasts about a million different topics, right? You can do any entertainment. You can present anything. You can present more things now more than ever as entertainment and like make money off it. Yes, but in the same fun. but in the yeah. same way, so th- there's more more fish in the pond, right? Yeah. But even if you look back 50 years, okay. The general quality of life for people attempting to become an artist has not improved. It's probably gotten worse. Mm. I think 100 You got to back that up for me. Okay, absolutely. Agree. So Back in the day, there was at least a little bit of a set thing that was like there was no independent, there was no, there was no independent artist, there was nobody who was on the internet trying to figure out how to do shit. It was there was more of a path. It was go get signed by ABC, go get signed by Atlantic, go get signed by Capital, and that's how it happens. But at least you had a thing that was like, okay, I'll do that. Now there's so many motherfuckers trying to do it that. Now, labels don't know what's going on. Labels are becoming defunct left and right. That's because of the internet. Yes. So, but in, in, in that matter, there's less artists getting signed. There's less people that are having backing. Like, you want to, we can talk about us. Like, even as well as we're starting to do. Well, why don't we, hold on. Why don't we talk, why did Megan Thee Stallion, who has this big thing, problem that we talked about, why did she blow up so fast? Right place, right time. Internet. 
Internet, right place, right time. Internet. And now, actually, if you want me to be completely honest, I think it was the fact that she happened to be the perfect person at the perfect time, and a label or, or people in the industry saw that as like a, a thing. Because one label has like, uh, like one big artist going that sounds one way, and you want to combat that with somebody else that sounds another way. And to me, like, that's the way I, like, I think a lot of this stuff is timing, right? Especially with artists to get fucking humongous. It's not meritless. Like, I think she did, she did an amazing job and she can actually wrap her ass off. But I think in that one instance, I think an industry trend happened to be why she got on the way that she did. All right. Yeah. I mean, my point was going to be like, she, like, she, like, the, the, the re, like, just, if the internet is a tool and that's it, remove it from the equation, but then add it. Like if it's like separate, just add it. And right. That, that like, that's what made that shit like go fucking yeah, fast. Yeah, absolutely. Well, right. I mean, too, the quality of her work as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, you don't obviously. You don't. Obviously, it speaks for itself. Like, I mean, there are a lot of people who shit. don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people who get on who I'm just like I don't get that. Megan Thee Stallion wraps her yeah, ass well, off. That's it's art. You know what I mean? So, um, but more than anything, like I, I think too, what I'm what, what I'm trying to get at is. Like there, there's, you know, both sides of this argument. I don't even know if you're arguing against me as much as playing devil's advocate. No, I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm just like, I think there's an answer to the question. I don't. I think there's an answer. And like, if like, ask the original question again. So my my point why is, is there no path? why is why is there no path? Why is there not like a set path? Why is there not more information on how to succeed? Okay, because if you're good, you're good. That's the end of it. You know what I mean? Like, if you really have something to offer, and I'm not, I'm not saying that we're good. I'm not saying anything like re- bouncing back to us or anyone else. I'm just simply setting forth the principle. Like, if you're good, like you'll get fucking found. Yeah, but but and, and you'll and if you like people realize like oh shit like this if 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 the fucking I don't head of like, I don't on, agree I don't agree with that at all. If the head of Atlantic is walking down the street and. Here's Justin Bieber singing. Justin Bieber has a career right then and right there. Bullshit. Nah, that's that's it. If, it if Justin Bieber is singing this beautiful fucking song and they're like, oh shit, that kid has true talent and has something to offer. No. He's, I, he's, he is. No, I yes. think that... That's what the, happened. That's what happened with Usher. No, what him. happened was he got big on YouTube. Usher didn't walk by him on the streets of Toronto. Oh, why did someone tell me that? His mom fucking put him all over YouTube and had him doing cover videos for like a year. Brilliant. <laughs> Like, sure, it worked. But yeah. what I'm saying is, at the same time... But he was good enough Do you know how to... many fucking incredible bands I've played with that are now either defunct or quit or gave up? Or how many fucking people just stopped doing the music industry because they're like, I'm going to wind up being a waiter for the rest of my life because it's just not going to happen for me. Now, once again, your argument and the fact that you brought up the fish in the pond, there's too many fish now. I agree with that. Like, but there's nothing we can do about that. Like, the internet has polluted that in a way, right? So... More than anything, from, from my perspective, I just want to have at least an ability to go to people and say, don't quit, try these things. Okay. Like, like my, my whole argument in, in this scenario is not the fact that, like, it's impossible. Because it's not. I think, I think fucking we're sitting here talking about this shit in the situation we're in and the way that we're moving and people we're talking to. Like, it can happen. But, t- frankly, the fucking hell... And the trial and error that we've been through to get where we're going. Why is it so fucking hard? Like, why, 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 does, why does the industry make it so hellacious? 
I see. I don't think the industry makes it anything. I think it's just the circumstances that have been in place? unintentionally set forth by the universe, and that's what it is. Like if people like it, they'll like it. You're gonna have. You're gonna be successful in entertainment, it, it, and then. Going down from like the one percent who is like who like Adele I don't know like all these people. Adele Post Malone yeah, Drake exactly yeah like going down from like wherever anyone falls on that like percentile like that's just how hard it's going to be for you. But you know it, what I mean? I'm, like, I'm so much of that is once again comes to chance. So yeah. much like the Post Malone I mean, thing of course comes to chance. Involved, yeah. But I'm talking for people who are like. It's not talked about, and like it is talked about a lot, but it's talked about in different circumstances. Why do so many artists wind up doing drugs? Why do so many artists wind I mean, up losing their fucking mind? Why do yeah. so many artists wind up having such terrible mental health issues? Yeah, I mean, what is I don't is it? Are we left brained? Is that what right brained? So we're right brained. We're right brained. Like, so create creativity is the right brain associated with right brain. I feel like if you're right brained, you're just like more likely to like maybe like. I don't want to say you're more likely to have an addiction. I want to say you're more likely to like experiment with drugs, I, which can lead to an addiction. I don't at all. Yeah. Well, that I mean, I don't want to say that's like an anomaly, but I mean, that's just your personality. You've, we've all seen whatever we've seen. You know what I mean? Like whatever reasons. Hundred percent over that. But but to me, like, I get it, and it's funny that like as I've moved up in the industry. And I, I, there's so many things I look back on. I'm like, I get why that person did that now. I get why you got to numb yourself sometimes. Because this shit is ridiculous. It's manipulative. It's yeah. fucking crazy. And the biggest problem that I have with a lot of shit that goes on is the fact that <sighs> there's other industries that do this too, but it's predatory. And the fact that you know that the, like people like in the industry higher up know that you're dealing with people that would give their fucking life for what they do. So you're more willing to do things that you would like. I, I'm not saying like this per se, but the whole Harvey Weinstein situation came from like the fact that that dude had the power to make people's dreams come true in a way, and he fucking manipulated him to do it. Yeah, in like the most horrible. In the most way. horrible possible way. Fuck that guy. Enjoy jail, dickhead. Yeah. But like, it, it happens on a smaller scale to a lot of people in. in like With a mental like money, mani- and money yeah, like mental manipulation. Do you do you not want to struggle anymore? Okay, then sign this. Look at Megan the Stallion. It's exactly what the fuck happened. Yeah. So, like, to me, I just wonder how the fuck there's so much information everywhere about everything. But not this. But not this. Yeah. My my whole point is not to say like there shouldn't be struggle. I'm a firm believer in the struggle. I think you need to go through it struggle to appreciate. another word for growth, isn't it? Absolutely. But I just think like we've seen so much and we, we've lived through so many different scenarios. We've been through bad contracts. We've been through uh, shady promoters. We've been through not getting paid. We've been through having to drive overnight across the country to play one show. We've done everything wrong and now we're starting to see the right side of it. And I just wonder, why the fuck did I have to go through all of this just to get to where we're going? You know what I mean? Another thing is, like, about... I feel like any kind of freelance career is, like, you're going to start wherever you start. You're going to have a situation and problems that you're going to have to sort out. You're going to have to conquer. You're going to have to move to the next step. And then, guess what? There's a whole new set of situations and a whole new set of problems, and you're going to have to figure it out or... You know, you're gonna have to figure it out to get to, and it's gonna keep happening and keep happening. And once again, and like the but more why, resilient you are, the more it's just like that's anything, really. But like, it doesn't take that to be a police officer. It doesn't take that to be an accountant. Sure, it does. 
uh, to be a police officer. Okay, that was a bad. That was a well, bad, not to be a police officer. To be anything, like you're gonna, you have to decide first. Then you're I gonna think, have I to. I think I meant more like on a like. I take a I take a test. I go do my job. Yeah, I mean, there's more of an algorithm, but at the end of the day, like you gotta you gotta just think in the headspace of one person is like all these like like whatever's going on in their life, all this shit. Like I, you know I, I mean? fu- like, but I there, it just comes down to like from time to and, time. In in my like in my darker moments when I'm like why the fuck is this not working or why why is something not working, I pray to just have that flip switch sometimes that it's just like I would be okay sitting behind a desk for the next fifty years. Like just every once in a while, I wish that I could just be satisfied with having a career that's much more stagnant, but I can't because it's not the way that I'm wired. Yeah, like I. I love what not I, to knock into stack. That's not that's not at all word, what I'm saying. No, no, no. Like, that's not yeah. at all what I'm saying. It's yeah. more of a knock on me. It's more of a knock on the fact that I couldn't I couldn't sit still long enough, yeah. or I, I couldn't like that's just not what drives me. I wish it did. Uh, Nas, it's a quote the, uh, from the song Cherry Wine with Amy Winehouse said, uh, "The voice in my head, the curse of the talented." He's basically saying like it's a fucking blessing and a curse to have. A gift like like music, or to have the, that creative spark, because it it is a harder life, in a weird way. Yeah, I mean it's just a different set of circumstances, and like different people are maybe you know, it's because to deal with different shit differently. It's all maybe it's because I'm so hardwired for this that I find it so difficult to accept the fact that other people have to struggle so much to do it. Like how maybe. much great art has never been heard because. Of the trials and tribulations of the industry itself. Yeah, like how much is like preventable, basically, is a shorter way of saying that. But I mean, how many people just were like, fuck that noise, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I mean, that's perfectly okay. It's fucking difficult, you know? Like, it's incredibly I mean, difficult. We've gotten to wherever we've gotten. I don't want to rank that or right. anything like that, but I mean, it's like, you know, everyone everyone deals with different shit differently, and like, you can't, like, fault people i'm not saying you're faulting anyone i'm just saying like you like it's, it's tough to fault people for giving up in like this this tough you know place to make it but it's so know? funny even even the conversation that goes to artists when they're trying to do it do you know how many people when i was like waiting tables at texas roadhouse would say well that's a really tough field you should probably try and do something different like the conversation yeah, like the convers say, the conversation well. around it is fucking ignorant that's ignorant because right then, you're shitting on somebody's dream right away. Yeah, but that's probably not... I mean, it, I don't think that's what was meant. No, li- literally that. what it's meant by... Say- Dude, it's the same thing with sports. Okay, sports is actually really good. Uh, uh, like uh, More tangible. But like, what I will say, though... You're shaped like LeBron James, you're going to be a pro athlete. I was going to say, it, well, that's the thing. There's physical limitations. There's no physical limit- limitations to creativity. Yeah. It's so, not even a physical thing. It's to me. Well, I mean, you have to be born with gifts. I guess. I guess. Like Matt Bodney is in a, like loves music, but kid couldn't make a fucking Matt could drop a guitar off a, a roof and it wouldn't make any sound when it hit the ground. <laughs> it just can't make sound come out of a guitar. Yeah. Um, he could learn to do that, but. But it's just different. like the conversation is always just like so negative in somebody even trying to do it because it's been beat into people for so long that it's a one in a billion shot. 
to do what though? Like to be the, on top of the music world, like dude, to even make yeah, money. It is to even make money. Uh, that is, I don't agree. I well, oh, what's I mean, it? well, no, no, no. It has been. You're right. It, the, it has been kind of like programmed in. How many? How many? How many? Like, how many dads have been like? You are you making any money yet? Yeah, yeah, but they didn't grow up with the internet, so it's sure. like, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 e- it's easier now to. I'm to just do that shit, and if they don't want to realize that, then that's like it's wrong. just always the question for me is, and maybe it's because of the way I'm feeling today. I'm just off today, yeah. And I'm con- I'm, comp- I'm con- is it contemplative or contemplative? I would I don't know for sure, but I would say contemplative. That's how I say it. So yeah, I'm contemplative on this because thoughtful also works. We're having like we're having a moment right now. Like we're having a stretch where a lot of good things are happening, but there's so many things around. That I, I guess maybe even I'm looking back on my experiences that I kind of see the tu- light at the end of the tunnel and say, why the fuck did we have to go through what we had to go through? And that's existential as well because I can always just some questions are better off left unsaid. I can fall back on my laurels and my you know religious beliefs and say, you know, it's God's plan. Drake. A lot of people don't have that view, and they could just say like because that's the way it is, or fucking that's the way the industry shut. Like maybe it's a cop out. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. But fucking, I guess everything happens for a reason. I mean, that's always my rationale, and we all have to go through different things to get to different places. I just always have a question of why this specific industry is the way that it is, and why it's so mentally manipulative, and why it's it's so acceptable for artists to live in squalor. As they're trying to make it. Yeah, I mean, you know, not not everyone's living in squalor, but those who are, like, yeah, that sucks. But, like, at, to me, at the end of the day, it's just, like... Do you have to think about right. how to pay your bills? No. I mean, do I have to think about it? Yeah. I mean, I I don't have to worry about it because I make enough money to I'm not, live within my means. I agree, but, I mean, even from anybody's perspective, like, working 50 hours a week and then also running a small business is a fucking... It's a fuck. It's a mind fuck. Yeah, it's difficult. I mean, you know, you're doing that to get out of doing what you're coupling it with. It, it's just... And I, I think I'm just looking out for other people on this, too. And I, yeah. I just want answers. And I, 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 I know from a fact that you know, when I have the opportunity to disseminate information down, I do it. And I will continue to do it. And no matter how high we go, if anybody has a question, just fucking reach out because I'll give you anything I got. And I think that's important. I think it's important for artists to give more of an insight into this shit. And I think that's why podcasts like this are important. And like, I, I think it's, it's, it's a large voice on the new record that's going to be coming out. And, and, you know, the internet is a good thing and it's a bad thing and the industry itself is a good thing and a bad thing and it's hard to to label that as one or the other but I just think on a day like today I, I just think a lot about why shit happens and why things are set up the way that they are. I mean, that's a lot of social structures though. It's not just the music industry. You know, fucking everybody has their, their cross to bear or their hoops to jump through and I don't know. But can we take a positive out of this? Is there is there a positive? Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you can do it. That's true. I mean, you can do it. Like it just depends. Look, I'm like very I. Like you're wondering why about certain things. Like just for me, I'm not wondering why. Like I don't like. I just think that. All right, so like I smoke weed and like I'm, I'm pretty lazy. Like I smoke weed, play video games, right? Like if I didn't do those things, I would be fucking Stevie Ray Vaughan because I'd be playing my guitar every day. And for hours a day. Well, right? but I I think like if you're willing to like put 
your time and effort into doing like whether it be something like learning guitar or like whatever like starting a small business like we're saying like if you if you're gonna like if you're willing to like take it to like such an extreme that you'll put in x amount of time like you'll get there faster based on that but then there's other shit going on that you want to do too so it's just like okay and now from the flip side as somebody who doesn't do anything other than this like all of my energy and all of my time and every thought that I have and everything that I do goes into this you know that and my family that's it mm. And I mean that 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 is difficult too. It's it's balancing, you know, family life and and your your business. And like I have no there's no caveat for me. There's no like, oh, well, if I put more time in, there is no more time to be put in. Yeah. It, I eat, sleep, and breathe it. And so maybe that's why I get so I I'm in my head and I'm thinking to myself like you know, why why do we have to jump through so many hoops? And I'm not bitching. Trust me, I'm not. I'm not complaining. Like, yeah, I mean, there's nothing we'd rather do. But I'm. I, I, it, it's wise. Why are things structured this way? Like, is there a better way to structure it? Or if we open up the floodgates, does that allow too many people through? Floodgates have been opened, <laughs> and in a in a way, but it's it's almost like, like look, labels, it also has a, labels it, are going to be non-existent soon. Like, there's going to be no need for. Yeah, like, but, like, look at the generation now. The generation now is playing, like, like I'm not, I'm not talking shit, but, like, these kids are, like, mostly in front of the screen, like, playing Fortnite, working on a computer, like, being taught very young how to, like, manage computers. And, like, they, like, these kids have, like, like, some kids I know are, like, five years old and have an iPhone. You know, like, this is, like, this is what they know, and they're going to know that their generation is all going to be raised together. They're going to go into, like... Like they're gonna go into it knowing where they can find this content, and it'll take off from there. Of course, depending on like how good it is and how many people you know dig it and stuff. But like, it'll all be on the internet, which is mostly free. You know, you have to pay for it, but like all that shit is right there on the internet. Like, there's not it, you can just upload your shit to fucking SoundCloud or your shit on Instagram and it doesn't fucking cost any money. Dude. And guess what? You can turn around tomorrow and have X amount of followers and you'll be fucking making money from ads. I just audibly got chills. Uh, a review for the Foundry Show just came in. Yeah. Re- listen to this. This is part of the article. Can't wait. I take my seat. I look to my right and see Fox oh, trying to get down all together. In that beautiful tradition we call the pregame huddle, smiles on their faces, jumping around, knowing damn well they're about to light this place up like the 4th of July. The lights dim, the band takes the stage, the crowd roars, and then, ladies and gentlemen, blast off. The closest thing I compare it to is a modern Philly version of Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band. Blistering saxophone and all, the styles are vast. There are blues, there is funk, there's R&B, there's rock and roll. Dude. What a stroke off. You what a stroke off. The Thanks, crowd <laughs> the crowd is in, the crowd is in full dance mode for the majority of the set. Something not typically achievable for a local act. But then again, they're no local nor, they're no normal local act. They're about to break through the, that title. Prime for the next step, the next band out of Philly. One of the new songs they premiered, Monster, is a stomping masterclass of dirty blues straight out of the Schuylkill. Yeah, so I'm gonna go read that. Um <laughs> Alright, so we got a lot done today. We got a, a lot accomplished in a, a large conversation there. Um, 
next week, we're definitely going to have another guest on. Um, also, if anybody has any questions about anything we talked about today, feel free to reach out, mm. and we'll, uh, we'll clear anything up. Uh, Eric, any parting, any parting knowledge? Um, yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And I agree with that. Yeah, don't, don't, don't take this as a downtrodden thing. I'm just simply asking questions. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I'm not saying that. I'm just, yeah, like, you can... You can fucking, just, you can fucking do anything you want. Yeah. Anything you want. dude. Just don't hurt You're gonna anyone. have to gut it out. Like, work together as a team, and you'll probably fucking... You're gonna have to gut it out. Yeah. If you want to be in this industry, you're gonna have to gut it out. Sure, yeah. It's in the way anything. this is set up. Yeah. In anything, but yeah. more than anything. In the music industry, this is how this is set up. You're gonna have to gut it out. But you can do it. If we can do it, you can do it. Yeah, we're so dumb. We don't even. We're do really dumb. <laughs> so I leave you on that. And uh, for this week, I want to shout out to Robert's Hard Seltzer. Thank you for the sponsorship. Yeah. Thank you for your delicious beverage. And uh, <laughs> fuck you guys. Love you.